King and Yates, they bridging the gap from the U.S. to Dubai, put pins on the map. Ball is life, and that's a fact. And a ball is life, about that exact. King and Yates, they bridging the gap from the U.S. to Dubai, put pins on the map. There's a time to score and a time to assist. Ain't no YN team, let the winning commence. From generation to generation, game don't stop. The new and old school got the game on lock. It's all legendary, it's all necessary. We all been all stars before February. And after that, King and Gates, after racks. But really trying to get some wins, not just padding stats. Two basketball lovers through happenstance. Built the bond that led to greatness that advanced. Listen, episode 10, we're the dying piece, big dog, on season two. Every time, every time I hit an intro, it's like a new energy, right? For sure. Word for word. It's something that uh, a beat does, you know, just to get the vibe going. But when you add the words... It's got to be the right lyrics, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could listen to those lyrics without the beat, and he's got my attention. Because you feel it, right? Right. And it's all fat. Right. right now, one word is cap, as they, as we say in our generation, all all facts. So we appreciate that. And as you guys know, that's the homie Willie Ways with the new intro. Um, shout out to him for coming through and holding it down for the team. I've had a few people on YouTube say, "Yo, the new intro is dope." And I'm like, <laughs> sure. "Yeah, that's good." You know, it's been a hell of a week too. Um, this popped up quick, didn't it? Like, we just finished episode nine, and we right back in the studio. Seems like yesterday. Yeah, and so much has gone on since then. You know, I I wasn't prepared for today. Like, I was scrambling today. As you know, we had so much going on. You know, <laughs> you got people missing flights. Yeah, we man, got, listen, we'll get into all listen, that we stuff We need later. five extra episodes to deal with what I went through last night. Listen, crazy, but opportunities are coming. You know, shout out to... Um, those people who are watching, who are seeing the value, who um, all of our family, as we call our Hoop Mountain family, um, thank you guys because people are starting to notice. So that means the ideas we have for your children and for the youth, we're going to be actualized and we're going to have some help to do it. And to be honest, we're going to do it regardless. Yep. <laughs> we're going to make it happen regardless. So as always, BTG Nation, what's up? Episode 10, Young OG and the OG here, live from Dubai. Um, as always, checking in. If you want to hoop, if you need to experience the real basketball culture, Hoop Mountain DXB on Instagram, hoopmountain.ae online, log in, tap in. Send a message. Hey, we're at 800 followers, right? Mm -hmm. I I don't buy followers. I make sure that we don't buy followers like some of these other people who got (laughs) 10,000 followers and 10 likes on their picture. Nah, we don't buy followers. We got 800 real people. We know almost all of them. We need 1,000 in 30 days. So we can get 1,000 in 30 days. We might come. We need 200. We need 200 more. We might have something special out there for the people. 200 more. Let's make it happen. You know, so one person tells somebody and we good. Listen, you know, spread the word. We promise we're good people. Um, you know, usually we do a check in. But today we got a special guest online with us. Um, it's somebody that um, I know from high school. Um, somebody that you guys are familiar with because his voice opens up the pod every episode now. Um, it's my guy uh, known as Willie Ways. Coming live in from Australia right now. Uh, let me make sure I get my guy. Yeah, yeah. Let me make sure I get my guy a round of applause. 
Hey. Yeah, yeah, we here, big dog. We here. I got it. Yeah, that's what a, that's what a hip hop hey. guy DJ. Yo. We here. Um, what's up, big dog? How you doing, man? Tell us, tell us how you feeling. You know what I'm saying? Let's just give us a mental health check in, making sure our brother is solid. Oh man, I'm doing I'm doing good, man. Can't complain. Really, just looking at uh how how funny how things come full circle. You feel me? Like you know, yeah, like yeah. I say, me and you go back, man, and it's like here we are, yo, doing it, fulfilling our dreams, man. Maybe not how we have, uh, uh, might have planned it 15, 20 years ago, but it's perfect, you know? Right, right. For real, for real. Um, right here, what's interesting is all three of us were in the same building at the same time, right? So people were <laughs> yeah. like, Coach King was coaching the team, part of the team um, all throughout high school while I was there. And me and Ways, me and Ways got a wild story. So I ain't tell Coach this, right? So, oh, this is, Ways is right up your alley, OG. Right. Waze was probably the first person that I knew in Alexandria that was rapping seriously. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm not talking like, you know, I, I do a freestyle here and there. I can throw some things together. But it was the first one that I knew that was like a historian of it. He would he was doing his research. He knew everything back. He was like the whole culture, every bit of it. He was that he used to wear a kufi. <laughs> right. He used to have a koofy and he used to and he used to come and he used to have a mixtape too. Like he used to sell the mixtapes, Capri Suns oh, and yeah, everything. Bro. So he was the I one had the school on lock. Yeah, look. And so we would be in the morning time before like we had like gym class in the morning, like 10th grade. In the morning time, we'll be there, we'll be rapping, you know, doing what you do in high school. And he'll be playing songs, but he always had he was the one who got me on Yo Gotti because he gave me the okay. cocaine, okay. cocaine music, number nine, I think it was, early. <laughs> so he was hot. Actually, it was the first one. Man, yeah, it was the first one. You gave me. I had all of them after that. I know I had all of them after that. Yo. But I respected. I respected him because um, it was always dope to see somebody that was like centered on their passion early, right? And they weren't like either you had to pick. Were you gonna be in the street or you gonna be an athlete? Right. If you were smart, it won't cool. Even within the Alexandria space, to where there's so much money around and people are like, yo, you shouldn't be this and that, but. You know, it is what it is. But he was somebody who was like, I'm an artist. This pen I got is different. And, you know, and I, I respected that, you know. Mm -hmm. It's interesting yeah. space, though. Yeah. So what, yeah, what year took, did you... It took a while. What year did you graduate, Willie? 2010. Mm -hmm. 2010, okay. Yeah, yeah, he was right so, there. Yeah, he was definitely there. Yeah, yeah. So, mm -hmm. and yeah, then... I was, I was in them hallways. <laughs> yeah, and OG is a hip-hop head. And so... I'm talking oh, yeah, about yeah, I know you told me, the, man. The smir <laughs> the first time I ever heard Smith and Wesson was with him. <laughs> wow. I did, that mean I didn't do my job in high school then. But, he was supposed to have been on them. <laughs> yeah, but listen, uh, that, that's when you know you with your old head. They supposed to put you on because you know this is like this is what's good and what's not. So, you know, special ed, all that other extra stuff, that was that was him. So, you know, when you reached out and you and you we talked a bit and I knew where you were, I was like, yo, OG gonna love this. Cause it's the type of energy he's mm -hmm. looking to have, right? But absolutely. Um, before we get too deep into stuff, people that are listening, let them know where they can find your music at. Man, you can all streaming platforms, man, and on and on YouTube. It's Willie Ways, W I L L I E W A Z E, man. And uh, yeah, man, check me out. Spotify, Apple Music, Title, all that. Yep, yep. I'll have some stuff in the description on YouTube. You guys on YouTube, of course, you know I'll leave up some banners and things for you guys to see. 
Um, but the the one of the real reasons, because um, we'll we'll first the, talk about the intro, um, talk about the the creation of that, and like your space as an artist, because you're a rapper, and most times people, you know, I I put it in basketball terms for people that are listening. Um, People don't understand that you can go, you can be su successful in basketball without being a professional basketball player or even without being directly tied to the game itself, what you see on TV, right? Coach and I are running a basketball business. As you said, I wanted to play right. professional. It didn't go the way I wanted, but because of the level of basketball I played, the experiences and the other tangible things I had, I was able to still be a part of the basketball business. So still be where I love. Exactly. And most people don't understand the um, flexibility you can have as an artist if you really are who you say you are as far as a wordsmith. So talk about, you mm -hmm. know, where where a rap has gotten you and how that has put you in the space to do things like the intro. Man, at this point, rap is my, my full-time gig, you know. Uh, we're not quite on lockdown right now, but, you know, um, you know, there's this very limited wiggle room out here for for people that's not adhering to certain things. So I've been I've been tucked in the crib, and uh, what it did was force me to like really look at what I do as a skill, mm -hmm. not just yo I'm a rapper. I rap. That's a limited mindset. But it's like no, bro, you you're a voiceover. Mm -hmm. You do you could do jingles. You do ads. You got a whole studio in your crib. Like utilize it. So I put the, you know, I put the pedal to the metal with that, and then I realized yo I can do. I've been limiting myself for years, you know, like, you know, it really being able to work on different freelance sites like Fiverr and um, Upwork and things like that really showed me like, yo, like what, what is, it changed my definition of success. It's mm -hmm. like, at first I thought success was like people knowing me from rapping, mm -hmm. you know, me putting the city on. And as time goes on, you realize, yo, God got different plans, man. Okay. So it's like, to still be able to rap for a living, literally. Like I made more money this year for music than I ever did without even putting out a lot of music. It just shows me that I'm on the right path. So you guys doing the, the doing the intro for you guys just fell into what I already do for a living. And when I was writing it, I felt like, I kind of felt like a kindred spirit being that y'all are away from home and I'm away from home. Mm -hmm. So it was like, while I'm writing it, I could just feel that. I could feel that like, you know, we, we out here, we out in the world spread out trying to make it, you know, and, and give back to where we came from. And I just kept that mindset. And then you told me your guy's story about, you know, how y'all came together. And I just wanted to really personify it on wax. And, you know, I think I did pretty good. Nah, look, you hit the oh, nail on the head, nah, dog. Nah, as soon as I heard it, I was like, yo, that's a hit right there. Man. Yeah, I'm going to let OG <laughs> go ahead and give you his real reactions because he was he was rocking with it. I told him I had a new one because the, the original intro we had this year, just a beat. Well, the first one we had was from my dog, Lee Bueller. Um, Lee is a hip-hop hip head, too. His dad was a road manager, tour manager for 50 on a Get Rich or Die trying tour. Um, he grew up in New mm. York. Like, he got heavy, heavy, heavy ties. I got to link you two because he's doing his own things too. And, and you guys oh, absolutely. got like-minded guys. And I'll have him call on too because he's heavy hip-hop head. Like, New York kid, like, go crazy. But um, he had reached out and gave me an instrumental the first season. It was dope. And as we grow, because everybody that's part of BTG Nation knows from the very first episode to episode 10 of season two, we've progressed, right? And we wanted to continue to do that. So my younger brother, I kind of put a task on him like, yo, give me, give me some energy. My brother's never made a beat before in his life. 
But, you know, sometimes you see stuff in people and you're just like, man, you can do this, especially with the music we listen to. So he blessed me with a few things that we'll use for other stuff. But going into the new year, um, you reached out. It was something I was already thinking about doing anyway. But like you said, God, it moves you. So you put the the pieces in play. And I was like, yo, this is perfect because I got a couple plans coming up and everything else. So I said, OG, I got something new coming into the new year. He was like, man, don't change up nothing. And I was like, listen, just wait. <laughs> oh, yeah, OG style. <laughs> yeah. OG style. Yeah. Hey, you know you what's know, wild, though, right? You know what's wild, though, Ryan, is that I never told you this, bro, but ever since high school, bro, for some reason, I don't know if it was because you was tall, <laughs> I always looked up to you, maybe, yeah. maybe literally, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I always thought you was like a big, I always looked at you like a big bro or a big cuz. Like you were, if you, if you look back at our time, I was always trying to like, yeah. yo, you know, I just did this, right? You know, yeah, yeah. you know, I took Shorty to the crib, right? Yeah, like yeah, I always yeah. say, you know, this is just yeah. continuation what? of that, you know, like trying hold to make on. big, you know, trying you, to make my on. homie you, proud. You looked up the big homie that you call him big homie? Listen, man. In three stacks, get me a trash. Nah, I need, it's a, it's I need a, to vomit over being, here. Like, come on, man. It's just me being humble. Come on, man. Listen, listen. You know, like. Listen, Waze, what's crazy is, you know, your OG, this is part of the reason why we bridging the gap, right? Because your your OGs will always look at you like the, the young buck, right? They never, they'll mm -hmm. never see the other side of you. Because to be honest, when I'm sitting in the truck with him and my uncle, and my uncle back there with a cigar, drinking his wine, talking, you know, OG, he got his and he's sitting there talking. I can't say a word back, right? But what they, <laughs> what, what they don't see is like, you know, those moments and those conversations, I carry that aura with me when I'm talking to my peers and stuff. Right. And so really anybody yeah, saying yeah. that I'm a big homie, that's a compliment to you. You know what I'm saying? Shut up, man. <laughs> man, come on. Uh, come on, man. Like, listen, just because... nah, it was like, yo, it was like he was a sport. I mean, look, man, he was a perfect. He was like, yo, he was the tallest kid in school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here, you know, I'm just fresh into TCI. I went to BI first. You yeah, know what I mean? I went yeah. to I went. I went, I started Court Kelly, went to St. Stephen's. Yeah, yeah, I went to St. Stephen's for like six years. Then I decided to finish out as a Titan, like my pops. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting in and I got this clay, oh, this tall dude, Ryan, <laughs> playing basketball. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to have him listen to my music. He talk about him subpar, subpar, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he's keeping me, he was keeping me on my toes. You know what I mean? So I always wanted to like, yo, make sure, like impress him in some type of way. You know, I don't know why, but it was yeah. just like that. It's always respect, though, man. Oh, man. See, look, OG hating. OG hating. No, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not hating. I'm just saying, I know you, listening, <laughs> listening to his music at the beginning, he's probably like, it's all right, but I ain't going to let him know that it's all right. And, um, yeah, it's all right. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, on, like, like I said, like, we would sit and really, really talk. You know what I'm saying? We'll talk about things. And I remember early in that time, it was like Drake, Wayne, Energy, and all that other stuff. But we would sit oh, and talk yeah. about Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talk about everything. And I used to be like, one, I respected that, you know, he had his own thing that he was passionate about and he was always going to be, you know, standing on his own tin for that. And then I told you, I used to always tell you, like, I never looked at anybody any different about anything. I always was like, yo, if you're cool and I can tell you just being you, then I, I can rock with you, regardless on what side of the tracks that you were on, right? And so you ain't believe that. Right. You thought I was like, yo, you popular kid at school. You don't talk to everybody. Like, no, nah, I just kick it. 
Real people, man. I told you. No, nah, no, nah, yeah, yeah. You ain't you ain't do too much. You yeah. was cooling, man. Yeah, I told you, you no no smut on my name. I, I was never opposing. Nah, I, guess, nah, nah, I, nah, guess, nah. I guess I never saw that side. Nah. Then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was cursing too much. Yeah, man. yeah. Now Ryan, like, yo, Ryan was the humble. Ryan was really like a, a humble dude. He was he wasn't even really. I mean, he's a he was a jock in action, but he wasn't a jock in like personality, you know what I'm saying? He just was cool, tall ways, dude. Ways, ways. <laughs> look, look. Stop. We'll talk later. Listen. Come on, man. Stop. That's cool. <laughs> All right. But this 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 we would get to the interesting part, right? We haven't really jumped into um the layers of Coach King and I. Um, you know, people right now they started to tune in just because of our basketball prowess. But one thing we always said about people is um, you know, we're multifaceted. There's layers, it's like an onion. You peel back, there's more and more to it. Um, and especially within our culture as um, African-Americans, when it comes to hip hop, basketball is synonymous. You can't really separate the two. Um, when we prepping for games, you know, we got the hip hop playing. When, you know, the artists, they're coming to our games to watch us play, and it's all like our own fraternity. And so Coach and I have been talking about rap, arguing about rap, R&B since I was 15, right? And people haven't heard these conversations. So we got a mediator here, somebody who can give their humble opinion on on where things are too. And you are a professional and you are expert at what you do. Um, so we'll just kick it off with what is a true MC? Well, to be a true MC, man, you gotta have the, you gotta have your stage game, right? You gotta be able to move the crowd. You know what I mean? Like you have to be a, a you know, you have to be able, you you like the point guard of the situation. You got to be able to run the show, man. You got to make sure the DJ right, make sure the crowd is participating, make sure everything goes smooth. So that's that's to me that's that's what that's what the definition of an MC is, man. Okay, you know, I like that. I like that. That's... It's more than just on wax. It's more than just on wax. You got to be able to like rock that. Say ho. See, I like that because some people get it, Mr. Screw, that. Just because you sell a lot of uh, records or, or, or streams or whatever that that makes you uh, MC, it doesn't really make you. It, that makes you a capable artist. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make you an MC. Mm -hmm. right? Or you got a machine behind you. You know. So I like that you said that. Now let me ask you this: in terms of how you decipher who the top MCs are, is writing your own material important to you? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love this kid. I love this kid. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, though, but at the end of the day, you don't, I do not believe you have to write your own. Like, we're going to be literal, right? Me being a historian. Biz Marquis didn't write, write his own stuff. Right. But Your Daddy Kane wrote for him. And there's very well, few well, MCs better than Biz Marquis rocking a show. Well, all right. So, so, so first of all, who, who are you talking about, big dog? Oh, who are you trying to say don't write that? No, rhyme? no. Let me get to this though. Okay, since okay. he since he brought up Bismarcky, but when I talk about like like the older guys, when we talk about our MCs of the time, Bismarcky's not one of our MCs. He's one of our entertainers. Mm -hmm. So you know what I'm saying there's different lanes. You know what I mean? We talk about MCs. You you mentioned Big Daddy Kane. That's an MC to us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Rakim's an MC to us. KRS One is an MC to us. Guys that can write their own rhymes, freestyle, write for others, and control the crowd. Mm -hmm. Biz Marquis, don't get me wrong, we love him. Rest you know in peace. R.I.P. No, he, you know, he moved to Maryland. Yeah, you know, for sure. All those years. But, well, yeah, he's been in Maryland for, for years. Um, yeah. But he's not a guy that's going to get out there and his lyrics are going to blow you away. You know, he was, you know, his antics, 
his sounds and things like that. So it's a difference, you know what I'm saying? But for you, I'm not, don't, don't get into the, the situation of thinking about somebody's success, but I'm saying for you, for you to get up on stage and you're performing, I know that based on what you've told me recently, what Ryan's told me um, over and over again, that it is important to you that you really, really perfect your craft. And perfecting your craft, oh, 100%. Is, perfecting your craft is being 100% in on what you're doing. And for somebody right. to write your rhymes, I don't think you would go out there and not to say that you wouldn't do it in terms of taking care of your family and being successful, but you internally would be have a problem with it because like, you know what, I ain't write that. Let me go back to the lab and write it again. All right. So my question is, are you talking about somebody writing their entire song or somebody helping on a on a line? Cause I think that's different too. Cause having some people in there giving some suggestions on like, yo, you could do that better or that's try different. to switch that. Yeah. Is, do you consider that somebody writing your rhyme? When somebody's Wait. a ghostwriter oh. and somebody's writing your stuff, yeah. that's a pro I have a problem with that. Writing the whole thing is one thing. But we're talking about, you know, is it uncommon? Cause it's like working on a move with somebody together. You work on a move, it's like, yo, that's tight, but you probably need to get a little lower. So, because you, 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 what you was talking about is Drake. You're yeah. trying and, to get and at, I, and I, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Look, you see him beating around, and I've been telling him, I've been like, look, Drake is not Biz Marquee. Drake is not Millie Vanilli and none of that. Yeah. Drake, Drake pins. Drake and writes. Listen, all I'm saying to but you, yo, is I this. promise you, listen, though, Biz Marquee will rock a show. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I've been to we, one of his shows. I'm, he, I'm 48. Yeah, you know what I'm we trying to. He trying to say <laughs> he he wanted to. He, OG been telling me that Drake can't stand up next to any of those guys that Cole, Kendrick, or whatever that when it comes Absolutely to his, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't think that's true. Uh, uh, look, this is all right, let me set let me set the table here. Okay. Here's the here's the table. All right. On one side of the table, you got Drake. And and like I said, I've always told you I loved his early stuff mm -hmm. and some of the stuff now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's a remarkable entertainer in terms of, you know, selling. and <laughs> he's, an like he's an artist, man. You know what Come I'm saying? On. I mean, artists can be the umbrella of so many different things. Okay. I'm just saying, we talk about MCing right now. And when I say, I talk about my top MCs, no matter how many records you sell, that doesn't put you up in my list in terms of top MCs. I'm just being honest I with didn't, you. What I'm saying, I, but you I'm, talk, right, I'm, So I'm, let me finish. Let me ahead, finish. Go ahead, so go our, our whole argument was putting... Drake on stage with say the like of we talking about Oh, say Cole or Kendrick. So we, no, we, we, we're talking about we talking about tops of their eras. We so right, Drake has been like on top for like 10 years, right? Yeah. In terms of sales. And, and Cole, Cole and Kendrick right there with him. But then they ain't no, they're not like, come on now, stop playing. That's what they're gonna say though. That's right. gonna put them But back. if you wanna if you wanna put Drake on stage, there's no way he's even gonna be able to hang with the Nas or Jake. I mean, it's just not, it's not even close. This is what I'm saying. Drake can freestyle, right? Drake can't spit all of those things. That's all I'm saying. You guys put listen, it out there when, like he don't. What, listen, bro. What, when, you what have, say? when you have somebody write your rhymes, who's writing it? All right, let's, let's, I mean, let's I'm listen just to the rapper because the industry is small. Is, okay. Is Drake stuff out there, oh, is that ghost written? You know, is is he not writing his stuff? Is that what you're getting from listening to his music? Be honest. I think, I think it, the, the, the line is blurred to where, to me, I would personally... I would consider it ghostwriting once we get into the verses. 
Mm-hmm. Once we get once once you got if you got reference tracks for your complete song, that's ghostwritten. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? But one thing I can say is I don't know if it's happened recently. I, I don't know. I can feel in his new albums ever since that that came out. Mm-hmm. I'll be listening. I'll be like, I feel like I hear. I'm like, yo, that's a Dirk right there. I think Dirk wrote on that new album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't gonna speculate. But mm-hmm. it's like you know, to me, it's like Drake picked his poison. It's like yo, you can be. A very, you could be one of the greatest MCs. You could be a dope MC, or you could be the biggest artist of this generation. Right. Which one you want to do? Which he is. Because sometimes, as a, yeah, right. So as an artist, you don't. A lot of times, you might not even have that choice. You know, a lot of these artists got sweatshops. It's just how the industry sure. work. Even For producers. Sure. For sure. So you got a whole room of people. I mean, look, this ass party next door. What? Why? Like party next door should Sitting. be. Rihanna. The Rihanna. It should be the weekend. Rihanna got him sitting. <laughs> yeah, Rihanna got him waiting. So, you know so, what I'm saying? Right, so, so you know, but that's, in, that's how I go. In retrospect to, say, basketball, right, we, you know, Yates and I, we agree on this in terms of Steph Curry. Steph Curry is mm, one of the greatest shooters of all okay. time, right? Okay. But he's he's with the Golden State Warriors. You, If you were to switch Steph Curry and LeBron when LeBron was with the Cavs, the Cavs don't even get out the East. Right. You know what I'm saying? But Steph Curry's still going to do his thing, but they're not getting out the East. And that's all I'm saying about Drake. Like, a light skinned fella. No, that ain't, that ain't got nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm uh, saying, but, but and I'm light skinned, so I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but Drake almost like his persona is almost like, yo, I know where I am mm-hmm. and I'm okay with it. And that's why I like Drake. Yeah. Okay. Because he don't try to be nothing yeah. that he's not. You know All what right. I'm saying? And, and right. when you think about the, I look at lyrics, right? All right. The intricacy of most of his lyrics. It's just not. It's just not comparable to some other people. But his music is good. But he mm. he's clever, man. He's clever, yo. He, he knows saying. how to write. You know, so you it's know different. he's a hell of a rapper. Like to yeah. me, Jay Z, right? Jay Z and Nas. Nas to me, Nas would be. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, don't yeah. go, don't step into that that yet, because we are gonna get into that next. Okay, that's gonna okay. that's okay, gonna be a, a heavy fair one. Enough. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I, we we do we'll stick within our generation now, because this is something that is has actually been heavy on my mind for years, and I haven't had anybody to sit and talk with that could maybe tell me I'm tripping, or maybe be like, yo, that's right, right. And so follow me here, right? From our 2010 to now. People talk about the Mount Rushmore for our greats, right? And I'm not including including Kanye in that because Kanye is just Kanye, right? He's on his own. But I'm talking about people who came in together. So it'll be like Wiz Khalifa, Drake, uh, Nip. Well, I won't put Nip. Rest in my God, because he didn't drop albums. But Wiz, Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick, Big Sean, Future, right? And most of the time... Yes. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa is, is, is big. Now, I hear people talk about when it comes to the Mount Rushmore, who is who and who's on top. And I always hear people say, of course, it's Drake, Kendrick, and Cole, right? And I think people slight Wale, right? I think I don't think Big Sean is anywhere close to Wale when it comes to pen, versatility, um, songwriting, hit making, MCing, anything of that nature. And I feel like, you know, he was a, he initiated that start. I mean, he started his first song with, with Gaga when he got on, right? Now we know him around the way with Dig Dug and the Go-Go influence and everything. But I feel like this is a, a Wale, I need a, I want to have a Wale appreciation moment because I feel like his art as a pensman is underrated. And for whatever reason, but maybe I'm tripping and you can let me know, because I listen to everything. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you can mm-hmm. let me know, Wiz. 
Yes, he is underrated. Yeah. He is underrated. And I say underappreciated. Um, I feel like a lot yeah. of... Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of that is his fault, though. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of that is just... is got to do with how, how he portrays himself. A lot of a lot of that got to do with his flip floppiness creatively, and then what do you mean by being that? in hip hop? Like just how he, you know, just the, if you really follow him from the, you know, from high school, the mixtape yeah, era, the, death, yeah. uh, the joints with with Knife Wonder, yeah, the, before that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, the Nike Boots era, mm-hmm, all of that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then to now, it's been a lot of ups and downs, you know. But, uh, but I can't say Wale. Mm-hmm. I'll let you finish because I'm gonna interrupt him, but I got you. No, I just I can't I can't really say he's been like the most consistent. I will say definitely, right? Like, yo, you it's layers. I always say this, right? You got layers. So at the top, mm-hmm. I would say you got Drake and Kendrick, right? That's mm-hmm. A plus, mm-hmm. right? Right beneath them slightly. I mean, at his head is at their kneecaps, it would be J. Cole. Mm-hmm. And then under that, you got Wale, Big Sean. Your Meeks, mm-hmm. Crit, yeah, you got people like that, but we'll we'll keep Crit out of it just because we're talking about really, you know, platinum going platinum and selling. Right. Yeah, it would be under that. It would be the the Meeks, Wale's, future. and Big Shines. And um, yeah, yeah. I mean, our future would I would future say future got to be in his own but, his but, own category. Ways, he got to be in his own category. But ways we want you to put your list up based on creativity and and artistry, not album sales, because yeah. we know the machine can yeah. get behind you and push people. To, to sell and yeah. they're not really that good because hell Billy Millie Vanilli right. <laughs> went hey they almost platinum. went diamond you yeah. know what I'm saying but like they couldn't yeah but when, when you talk about Mount Rushmore when you talk yeah. about Mount Rushmore right like like you got those those are the presidents of it like mm-hmm. you have to you have to have had mainstream right. you know because if, if we because like if, if we open it up to anybody yeah if we open it up to anybody then it's gonna be it's, it's gonna take forever so like for the sake of the Mount Rushmores you gotta go with the who's who's been on the radio like that you know True. what I'm saying you gotta go on who's the biggest guys. So it has to be Kendrick Cole, um, and it has to be Kendrick Cole and Drake. And but the fourth one, I feel like that's it gotta be. I, Wale would be good. Wale would be a good one. Yeah. Wale would. Be, I'm more inclined to put Big Sean there. And and this is this is where I jump in, but, right? So when you talked about like the flip floppiness, right? And I think maybe that's part of the the marketing or the image that he has. We talk about Afrobeats. Afrobeats is popular right now, but he introduced that years ago on the Shine album. He literally had Wizkid. He would have had DeVito, all of them on there. People weren't ringing to him, but of course, everybody listens. They may not like Wale, but they see what he did, and now they bring that back in here. You talk about a pop star and a rapper getting together like he did with Lady Gaga. People say is this and that, but people will talk about artists playing it safe and not having the versatility to jump on both sides. He can give you Lotus Fowl Bomb, right? Then he can get you, um, then he can go on with Walker, and then he can also go on with Rare Essence, and then he can put uh, CCB or T.O.B. on a song on his new album, and then he can talk to, and then he could talk to us, uh, talk to the black girls, and he's always on the radio. And I'm saying, because we talking about hood favorites today, right? Her favorites in the league was people that even the league didn't want them to be at the front, but their skill was so good, they still moved it up there. Mm-hmm. And but I'm was, like, but was Wale right. on national radio though? Yeah, Wale was on. Yeah, he was on Rock Nation first, absolutely, and they weren't pushing him. And but, he had all those pop yeah, stars, absolutely. But, but, but the, the way formula. you're describing him, you know what he he is? He is the common of my era. Mm. I'm just being honest with you. He's common. the common. Yeah, common sold. Without you know, as much swag, though, because you know, Wale, the sneaker king, 
Common, Common was wild after Badu. <laughs> that was later on, later on but I'm saying uh, but with the crochet pants yeah. he's, he's yeah. common man like you know he yeah. just he doesn't appeal to everybody though yeah nah, that's fair but I, that's some love and maybe we can dig into that later too but Wale man you know special talent he's one of those that probably the generation no, I got love I got love yeah for yeah, sure I, I defend him more than I should I, I, I find myself defending him even when I was at home yeah. more than I should because to me like the DMV they so um mm. territorial, like mm. you know, they 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 really miss their opportunity to make themselves big because they always trying to shoot down whoever make it out. Like it's always Wale ain't from DC. Who cares, yo? Like he putting on. Well, yeah. he, he, yo, when when he rap, when he talk, he sound like the DMV. Absolutely. When he dress, he dress like the DMV. Like the DMV always shoots themselves in the foot, I feel, mm -hmm. because they always want to be particular place, street politics, or mm -hmm. who was from here. Who cares, yo? He putting y'all on. Just eat. Like yeah. if Nelly was from Ferguson, Missouri, yeah. and he came out saying St. Louis, yeah, St. Louis would have, everybody, Missouri would have been like, all right, yo, just let him do his thing. Let's get on first. Mm -hmm. Then we'll yeah. go ahead and say what we got to say. But everybody want to shoot every, I mean, even Glizzy. Glizzy yeah. was up, coming up. Then when he got to a certain point, everybody hated on him. Yeah. You know, the only person I could say that didn't really get hate was Trail, Trail. but that's yeah, because that's Trail different. is embracing that's because trail is street. It's everybody wants to be the trap, the street. So it's a you know people are suckers for that. Yeah, he's struggling with well, that. Well, you know the the DMV though itself is um, problematic. Yeah. In in that they don't truly know what they want. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's just how mm. it goes. Because you know when it comes to basketball and things like that, you know you have people that that are superstars that aren't from the actual circle of the, the metro line but they're right there and come <laughs> yeah. on and like if you grew up playing in dc mm -hmm. in northern virginia in maryland whatever you're from the dmv right this is bottom right. line you know right. what i'm saying it's, it's a small thing. circle small circle you know right. we got um we got a few things we're gonna we're gonna end off with right and while we're talking about home um you know i don't know if you got your ear to the streets who me yeah you got your ear to the streets back at the yeah. crib any, fairly, fairly. Any, 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 mm -hmm. um, any artists that you know um, are out there that you feel like you know they're moving in a good way um, that you want to talk to, or even if you don't want to say them directly, but you're like, look, I, I put my years in. You know what I'm saying? I know how this, I know how this clout chasing goes. I know how all that information goes. This is some words as you continue to go into this thing. Um, any other young mm -hmm. bucks you want to reach out to and say a thing to? I would say, man, um, are you talking about any specific youngins or is there a message Either, I would have, you, have for Both, if you want, however you want to do it. All right, it. So, uh, so a message to the youngins or the cast that's trying to, trying to do this, man, I would say really step back and make sure you know what you want, yo. Because you, you, can, you can ask yourself for, you want this, you want to make it, you want to get signed, you want to do all that. Then you get that and then you don't know what your end game is. You don't know what you want. And that's how you get taken advantage of. So I would tell people, stay, mm. step back. Really make sure you know what you want and and don't pigeonhole yourself. Like everybody not gonna make it to, to, to sign to a major label and every just like everybody ain't gonna make it to the league. But at the same time, there's there's you will probably be more fulfilled being in control of your own, like being like like what like what y'all doing. Mm -hmm. That I, I'm I I, I can kind of feel that that might be more fulfilling for y'all, helping kids, building up another generation of basketball more than just you playing on the court. Mm -hmm. So it's a fulfillment of that. So you got to find ways to be fulfilled, and you have to look at everything you do 
as a skill. Don't just be like, yo, my only way of making money is show. When if you want COVID, hey, look, if, if it's a lockdown again, my money going up because everybody want jingles, everybody want ads, everybody want, you know, voiceover, audio work, whatever. These kids, if they get on lockdown, they ain't got no shows. Even your favorite, some of your favorite rappers was looking scraggly when they was on lockdown. PPP they, they pigeonholed they stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They could only, they could only do uh they could only do shows or they can only get features. Nah, man, expand your horizons. Try to learn as much as you can in your industry, man, and just eat, yo. Right. Take this, just eat. Yo, that's beautiful ways, but give me a couple million and, 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 I'll, and I'll be all right. No, no, I'm just joking. No, that's yeah, that's, that's real. That's real talk that you just gave everybody, man. Oh no, you can still get your millions too, man. It's yeah. your million. It's more than one way to skin a cat, man. You ain't got to make it to the majors, man. Do your own thing and try to control your own narrative and your own destiny, man. Facts. That's what that's that's the that's the gist. Facts, facts, facts. You got anybody that's caught your attention at the crib? Um, yeah, it's a few cats, man, but I'm gonna let them work yeah. a little harder. And yeah. then, you yeah. know, when I'm back, when I return to this episode, can, I'll drop those. Yeah. <laughs> can you can you elaborate on any of the former players that might have been at TC when I was there that might be rapping in, in the game? Nah, right now? Nah, I'm just nah. no, no, no. I need to know this because I only would be in touch with this stuff because of Jameson. Yeah. And so I don't really know. And nah. you know, they would well, send me little snippets here and there, but I'm saying I'm talking to a professional right now and he can give me the Real four one one on what's going on. Oh, so he's saying if there's a couple young bucks that used to hoop that got some potential. If they, if they, if they, you ain't gotta say their name, but are they, are they in the right path to doing music? Yeah, their their artistry. Are they delivering some some respectable music? I would say uh, it's hard to. Ju- I don't want to be the judger, man. I don't want to mm. be judgy. I would say, look, man, it, that's really for them to define. If they coming mm. from their heart and they not doing it for clout, mm-hmm. um, without knowing a whole lot of people specifically, yeah. I would say if they doing it from the heart. So really, if they was doing it back when Ryan, you know, if if they was doing basketball back when I was rapping and they trying to rap now, yeah. if I, I find it hard yeah. to be like, yo, they really doing, they really trying to do their passion. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. had to do it. When it was ugly, you had yeah. to do it when it wasn't no clout. There was no, there was no Instagram page for the mm. DMV hip hop or the Alexandria. You know, there was no clout coming from repping Alexandria. Right. But let Trust me, me, but let me say this you know to you though. But things change. That's like what you just stated was something that myself and a lot of the older guys have to come to reality with that things change. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's not going to get it out the mud the way we have done it the way you have done it. So it might be a little different. So what I'm saying is that, for example, um, I'm going to say names because, you know, it's, we, yeah, 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 we speak, come on, man, like what? We're we trying to put them on, yeah? Speak your truth, we, man. No, we, speak we, your we, truth. I need to know. Hey, no, drop, drop some names, man. What's, what's <laughs> CNN's real name? Oh, no, no, he, no he, not, he not in a good situation. All right, man. all right, we won't say yeah, CNN. Yeah, yeah. What about boobs? Bubacar. No, nah, he not rapping. He not rapping. He, he got stopped? a cold line. What? Nah, he wasn't. You talking about Gucci. No. Nah, Boobs was rap. Jameson had like. Uh, it was a three. moment, but no. Nah, oh nah. And Boob listened to the pod faithfully. Well, well, I nah, but he got a clothing line. So, so not so, him. All right. So if it was a moment. And then, he just okay. finished graduating then, from American University. Okay. And this is, congratulations. Yeah, good job, You know what right. I'm saying? But that's what Wade's talking about. Yeah. If, if you <laughs> had a moment, then you ain't serious about this. Yeah. See, who else with this? What about Day Day? Not they, 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 they you know, okay. So they, 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 DSG, DSG, he asking about. Uh, he's still pushing. He's still pushing. I see him putting some work in. Got a little team together. They put some. Yeah, work I mean that's what I'm saying. I, these yeah, are, these younger, yeah, man, these, these youngers my, is working, man. These they doing it. Guys, you know, I, I just, know. 
Yeah. 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 They, 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 these, these youngins and even cats that was coming up with us, man. I mean, I don't know a lot of them that were actually rapping, but I mean, I see a lot of people putting they, they, they heart into it, man. Um, yeah. The they, only, the only it, one who it, came it, up with us ways that I know and I'm like, all right, that making sense is, uh, is luck. Is, is, is be hard. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that was mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, him and she. Mm-hmm. So I see them and I, you know, I send a lot of love there outside of like young Mo and all that. But I know luck is, you know, same type of energy you are. See, with, with Oh yeah, you. yeah. To me, they was the they was running, they was the they was the hottest. See, I thought you would talk about people that was rapping back that that was balling back then mm-hmm. that rap now. Nah, nah. Versus the just coming up that were rapping back then. Nah, like yo, 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 luck in them, yeah. Um mm-hmm. she. Yeah. yeah, they was they was the to me they was the ones you know like yeah. they you know me I was coming up to see my my thing was I was always trying to be like uh I was always trying to find my own own path and and yeah. I felt like they had they had a success in the fact that they knew that they wanted to be current they know that mm-hmm. they knew that they wanted to like had a sound that people was gonna love didn't it didn't have to, I didn't Trap have you didn't have to convince people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, trap or just like you know, like just, just they had that 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 top forty sound. Like they was ready for a label. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They was ready mm-hmm. for a label, ready mm-hmm. to go. You yeah. know, me, I had I was a little rough around the edges because I had to. I wanted to find my own style from the mud. Like I didn't. I wasn't looking up to Wayne. I wasn't looking up to Drake. Yeah, I was. You know what I'm saying? I was barely looking up. I was just trying to learn it all and what? just find my, my own. My head. He had the kofi. That lets so, you know see, knowledge itself, 5% see, in Virginia. That's <laughs> what you just said is what all the youngers need to hear, man. That's what that's what I wanted to get out of you. That's that's perfect, man. So yeah. not everybody feels the pressure of having to conform to what's going what's hot right now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Find their own lane. That's yeah, what that's yeah, you gotta you gotta lead the next generation, man. All right. So look, here we go. To to round it off, right? I want we're going to say your top five, like your personal top five, right? Like your favorite mm-hmm. top five artists, rappers, and then who you say is overall top five. So I'm giving the bell because most people be like, yo, I got my own personal five, right? Yeah, you pick your personal five who you like. This is my go-to. But then your five for who the, you know, who the greatest are. And if you can't think of That's five as just three, then just go. But we'll let you rock. All right. So my personal five is um, so got KRS one, then you got <laughs> the smile Biggie, OG Biggie Pac, for <laughs> then you got then you got Biggie slash Pac right together mm-hmm, side mm-hmm. by side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, then at number three you got Scarface. Um, <laughs> then at number four, you, you you I'll probably have to put Red Man there, and then number five. As as of the current moment for me personally, I'm feeling like I gotta put Styles P there. Okay. Okay. Um, cool. So those might be those might be my top five personally. All right. Yeah. So we'll stop there and then everybody else will go. So I'll let OG do his five and I'll do my five. I ain't we'll mad at you. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't mad at you. When the video come you. out, man. <laughs> Woo, that's boy. Man, you gotta right. invite to the crib anytime. All right, OG, um, give me your five. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm always going with Chris, KRS one. Right. I got, you know, yep. I gotta go with my man Pop. Mm-hmm. You know, I like the fact that he said Biggie slash Pop because they both, had, you know, yeah, you know, their careers yeah, yeah, yeah. got short. So I like that. But um, I'm gonna go Pac, Karis One, Jay Z, <clears throat> Nas, and my fifth one. This is tough because man, it's you got you got Scarface, Biggs, oh man, Rakim, man, and Big Daddy. I'm probably gonna go 
Let me go Biggs. Okay. Let me go Biggs. Okay, okay. All okay. Right. Yeah, that's nice. My personal five. All right. I go Nip. I go Dom Kennedy. Um, I go Hole. I go Wayne. Um, and then and then the fifth, I get switched up often. I don't know if I want to put a group there, <laughs> right? Or, or if I want to do just a singular. Um, I, Nas. Yeah, that's Nas. So I got Nas, Hove, Wayne, Dom, and Nip. And and Nas is is is, is he's performing well. Him, this last Magic album, I probably yeah, have. I that. feel like that's based on the new. I feel like that's based on his last, his last tear. I, I don't, I can't speak for you, but I feel like if, if that last tear, that the King's Disease is the the last three, four the, projects is what put him in there. I feel like the four, and then I always live with Ilmatic um, and Godson, right? But it's it's in between to where it's like, man, but behold, he gives me so much to where I can keep going back to. And so when I say my mm -hmm. favorites, it's like I know I can go to these five albums of theirs, four albums of theirs, and then just play that for almost a month straight, and I'd be good, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's then, real tough. Yeah, and so and or oh, they take me to a space, right? People, somebody gonna hear me see Dom Kennedy and Nip, and they're like, what, like what? But when I when I listen to Dom, and I listen to Nip. It's a certain message in there I'm coming to get. Right. And every time yeah. I'm feeling the way I go right there because it resonates with me. And it's the same way with Nas. He yeah. got some stuff where you other people's money, all money in. It's listen. all about that. You know, when you when you want to chill and get that money. <laughs> listen, I'm I'm yeah. walking it. Right. I'm walking it. Right. And so yeah, those <laughs> those are my dogs. But, you know, Jada Kiss in there for for me, too. Um, Jada Kiss and Fab. Um, Fab mainly for the, that, that Soul Tape series. And um, he had some little. Cornball stuff, trying to chase trends, but <laughs> you know, you know, Fab okay. Sports still get love from me. All right, let's go top five all time. Who you think the greatest MCs are of all time? With with the so number one MCC, I'm too I'm too technical. Do your thing, MCs. We got it. Got to be rapper list, yo. Because if it's MCs, then it's gonna be different than the rappers. All right, do rappers, it how you want. Top do ten so, rappers. Yeah, do five. Do top five. Okay. Do top, with with the last one being your number one. All right. So the, the 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 top five all encompassing for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Nas, Kooji mm -hmm. uh, Rap, Biggie, Slash Pop. That's three, right? Yeah, yeah, that's three. You got two more. Um. So who did I say? You <laughs> <laughs> said Nas. You said, said, said Cool G, and then you got Biggie Pop. Biggie slash Pop. Yeah. Um. Got to put Jay there, man. And mm -hmm. then at the at the top. Sheesh. I might just gotta go ahead and spread out. I might just gotta go ahead and spread out uh and spread out Biggie and Pop and, and, and make it like that. Okay. To where I put um Hove. I put yeah, Hove might gotta be number one. Um just because you just can't you just I mean like, you know, it, I personally <laughs> feel like, you know, Biggie, I like I prefer I think Biggie actually gets better with time. Like Biggie 
only leaving us with two albums. Like you still listen to that. Like, yo, mm-hmm. dude was nice. Yo, like he's mm-hmm. he, it's weird how he's so pumped up, but still, I still feel like he underrated. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Jay got a chance to get the baton and and fulfill it. Just like I look at KRS One as an MC, where he's he's done it the longest. He's got the most the most uh, stamina, the most credentials. He did it. Jay Jay did that on the rapping, the way he put in the most years, mm-hmm. the albums, the work he put in. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of time I don't feel like you know he he would definitely I definitely wouldn't consider him an MC personally, but as a rapper. Um, you, you'll be hard pressed to find people better. Mm. You'll be hard pressed to find people better. Now, when we talk a rapper, we talking in that mainstream sphere. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think it's very. I don't think it's very. It's very yes. many. I will say, Biggie got Biggie. Might still gets gets Jay in terms of versatility for me, because if you really look at it, Jay ain't the most versatile, but he picked his lane and the the moves that he made for the culture and in the culture, they just can't be disputed. I like you that you you mentioned the the fact that you question Jay Z's like being an MC because when you talk about KRS One, I came up in the era where I've been to his concerts, you know, and um, mm-hmm. I've been to Jay Z's concerts, and what Jay Z has done to the crowd, I mean, is like it's incredible, you know what I'm saying? Just like just like KRS One. So I think I think on on that on that end I think Jay Z is a little underappreciated in yeah. terms of how he control. But um, everything that you said I respect it because you you are a professional at your craft and you you know what I'm saying it's like it's like somebody arguing with uh, Ryan and I about basketball. We're like yeah. we didn't watch film last night till three in the morning. Yeah. So yeah. I can't you know what I'm saying so yeah. I'm not gonna come at you with that. But I like that mm. I like that you said that because that takes a whole different look on things. Yeah. That different eye. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of our early episodes. Yeah. I say this like look at this. Like Jay, Jay has so many songs that are known. The crowd could perform his song. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying. Yeah. But if you want to see an MC masterclass, look at that that Big Daddy Kane KRS One verses. Oh, no doubt. Like I, the, a lot, half of that half of that crowd wouldn't have known their songs. But like, just this is why I keep bringing up Biz Marquee, right? It's because Biz, because he he could say he could be like um he could just rhyme applesauce and you know he could just do the alphabet. And rock a cr- and have a wave mm-hmm. on the crowd that you wouldn't even see with Jay Z. You know glad, what I'm saying? No, I'm if he glad get you said that. He get on there, start. You know, like I'm glad you said that you know, because when it comes to Jay Z, my favorite Jay Z songs aren't radio hits. Yeah, because I listen to I really yeah, listen to what he's saying. Yeah, I like his best yeah, yeah, his, his best joints. Are joints that people don't even know about. I mean, the mainstream media doesn't even know about. Mm-hmm. You know, what yeah, his B, yeah, his B sides are incredible, man. And his B sides are incredible. He got his but, C sides too. Now. But I mean, but you know, we talking about. Yeah, what, what's, your top five, what's your top five though, King? You know, I you know Hove. I just finished talking about him. Yeah. Pac for sure, because Pac puts me in that space where like I believe I'm invincible. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know, I wouldn't have had nickname if you know Pac. Yeah, like, yeah, that's just right. like he got me through a lot of rough times. Um, Jay Z, Pac. You know, I'm always probably gonna say Karis one, just mm. because I've never seen anything like that before. Um, rounding out my final two, I probably put Big in there, mm-hmm. even though he's only got two. I mean, it's just, I mean, come on, man, it's incredible. Yeah. Five. I always want to say Nas, but then Nas had a Nas a stretch, had, a, he had a couple of joints where it's like, oh, yeah. what was you doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then. It's between him, Scarface, and 
probably Rakim. Mm. You know, Rakim was was great at what he did, but he wasn't versatile at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my fifth one, I honestly, I probably I probably throw Scarface in there. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll probably take I'll probably take Cool G out, put Scarface in there. Yeah. It's a tough one, man, because having the, having the MC mindset and the rapper mindset with the favorites, it's 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 a lot of names, you know what I'm saying? But I'll probably put because Scarface really outlasted a lot of cats. I mean, let's not forget, like people don't realize Scarface started in like '88, you right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. So he was he was out yeah. he was out when when Public Enemy was hot. You know what I'm saying? Like what yeah. my my mom playing tricks was what '90. Yeah, right. he, really, just, he didn't he didn't slow down to 2016. So on the way here, I just bumped one of Scarface's joints yeah. with the PE beat. Fact. You know what I'm saying? Like See, Scarface yeah. Cardi got one of my favorite tones on wax. Like when I hear his voice, it's so yeah, distinct. It. it like it, it like put me in a space. You know what I'm saying? Like if he started doing yeah. one of them, I enunciate out. because of him. Yeah, yeah. I, I get my enunciate. Like I, I get different things from different rappers. So like when it comes to pronunciation and and projection, I get that from Scarface and KRS One. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah, definitely KRS One. That's an artist, ladies and gentlemen. Right, you know what right. Saying? Study your craft. <laughs> you know sure. what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, for me, I'm gonna round it out. Um, I'm probably just got one guy that y'all probably gonna be like, oh, all right. So I'm going Hove, of course, Biggie, Pac. Um, and, and Pac, Pac's stardom is just so much bigger than everything else, right? Because it's his full impact on just the world, period. And it's kind of like how um, MJ made basketball international and global. Like Pac was able to touch in so many different places and still, you know, keep his persona the same and kind of allow for that um, crossover between hip hop. It was interesting, but I'm going Biggie, Pac, Hov, um, Scarface, and Snoop. Yeah, shit. Yeah, not, <laughs> there you Snoop. go. <laughs> yeah. Snoop, Snoop. That was, was that's that's that that might be that might be the illest list. <laughs> yeah. So so Snoop Snoop for me and like it's funny because OG, you know, I low key wish I was from the West, right? Like right now, I will ask you about what you're listening to right now because we got to get the OG in there before we let you off. But the the way Snoop just carried himself on on a rhyme, like his swagger that you you could just feel over each bar. I was like, hmm. It was different. And then he's skinny. Skinny dude out there rapping. Yeah, see y'all, y'all slinky Come mug, on, y'all. Hold it down. You know, Snoop Dogg has the best. Snoop Dogg might be the biggest rapper of all time. No, for sure. For sure. And and he like the big, he, he definitely has the best career. He definitely has the best career out he, of a rapper. And he really from like Martha Stewart <laughs> to Corona <laughs> to like whatever. Yeah, yo, he's like Snoop's the only rapper that could be himself in any position. Like Snoop. Like Jay put the suit on, right? And and, and right. he 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 chameleoned into the game. That's why I also give cats like Fifty credit because you know Fifty, 50 ain't him. had to put the suit on. Fifty is still Fifty had the do rag when he had fifty mil when he had a hundred million, you know. But and when you look at wilder. Snoop, Snoop can crip. Yeah, Snoop can crip high on Nickelodeon. <laughs> he could crip walk on with Martha Stewart. He could go on Oprah <laughs> yeah. and and be and and his eyes be red and Oprah be like, yeah, I know what you was doing, and everybody just laugh and accept it because it's huh. Snoop. Look, murder was the case. Ooh, that was. And the show coming soon, right? Like, like you said, with respect. Um, well, we ain't gonna hold you up too much longer. This won't be the. This won't be the last time we get you on the show for sure. And maybe if you ever got any other podcast stuff, me and OG are definitely here to jump on whenever. You know, you you stayed up Absolutely. for us. You stayed up for us, so we'll find a way to get up and um, get on your line. So we appreciate you, champ. Mm-hmm. 
Um, as we said to our late uh, our, our BTG Nation, we'll have all the contact info. You'll you'll find a way to get to all the uh, Wages music, videos, everything. Um, stay good, bro. As we always say, keep it simple, yeah, keep it real, and keep going. Um, that's the mantra. Yep, man. We got we got to talk ball next time, man. We got we got to get we got to talk uh, on the court, man. Exactly. So definitely before y'all end the season up, bring me bring me back, man. Let's. Let's sure. talk about it. <laughs> for sure, bro. We appreciate right. you, bro. Take care, man. We'll see you soon. Thanks for having Ooh. me, man. For bro. sure, man. Appreciate Ooh. it, y'all. Peace. Peace. Yeah. There we go. That's a good one. Let's go ahead and give my guy a round of applause. That's a, that's a real that's a real talk about hip hop. Right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying that ain't somebody just throwing out what's what's popular. Like, nah, it's real, and and there's so many other layers we can get to with that. And the days that me and Coach jump in and, and have a little bit of uh you know more, more a little bit more time to prep for it, we got y'all. We'll do that in other different ways. But let's go hoops. We got we got a you know what I'm saying about thirty minutes, 40, 30 minutes before we rock out. Um, let's go hoops. KD out for four to six weeks, mm. but they have 11 of the next 14 on the road. Mm. So they get to keep okay, Kyrie. Okay, so Kyrie can play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, we'll see how that rocks. Um, apparently, Harden is open to relocating, sources say. What? Listen, this is what's funny about how that works, right? I don't believe anything unless Woj or Sam's report it, right? <laughs> so, but he tweeted like a day ago. He's like, yo, it's cold in New York. Like, it's brick out here. Mind you, he's been in Houston. You know, he go back and forth. He's from L.A. So, the way media worked, somebody probably, I think the Sixers was like, yo, start a rumor that he ready to get out of here based on that tweet. And just say, so just say he ready to go. But... We'll see how that works. It's a, and nonetheless, it'll happen during the summertime. If they win a chip, he ain't going nowhere. Mm. You know? Um, no, nah, well, if they win it. He might definitely he, rock. He might be like, I got yeah. what I came for. I'm out. True. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me, you know what I'm saying? Get this golden parachute and chill out in some warm weather. True. Um, you know, McCullum is back. CJ McCullum was out because he had a collapsed lung. He mm. fully recovered, mm. came Goodness. back. So, you know. Shout out to you, big dog. Um, we appreciate that. Um, Draymond is out two weeks for Golden State. Mm. So that, your boy TJ was talking about Wiggins, Poole, and all that. Now that the, the, he's out, right, they're, of course they're going to be working Clay in, so there's some chemistry difference there. But if you had Draymond there, it would flow better for everybody. He stabilizes everything. Right. But what's going to happen now, right, what's Wiggins going to do defensively? How is Poole going to be a playmaker? What is Clay? I mean, Steph going to do as far as making plays? Yeah. And mind you, he's had the worst month <laughs> shooting. Yeah, what he's expected to do now is not only get Clay acclimated and keep everybody else, you know, getting their touches in in in, in the right spots. In addition to his scoring, so we're about to see. Man, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. And he's been playing. He ain't been playing so hot. Yeah. Um, and we're just going to speed through this because we got an interesting topic to jump to. Um, but Vogel. Now, I was on here maybe three or four episodes ago, episodes ago, and I said about All-Star break, if we weren't at least like four or five games above 500 and like in the race like four or five or six, Vogel had to leave, right? It, before we got on the pod, somebody dropped something and said, look, 
Vogel is being evaluated game by game basis and his job is on the line. Now you've been saying since last year when we first started the podcast that he needed to they needed to change the voice, but we just so happened to win. Yeah. Good. Bought him some time. Bought him some time. But Vogel, your ass is grass, Mr. Postman. <laughs> yeah, it and he's a good coach, but just not for this team. Yeah. You I mean, for this type, for this cast of characters, you gotta have somebody with a strong voice that don't give a damn. Word. And, word. You know, and um they just don't they're not gonna listen to everything he says, you know what I'm saying? So, and it's evident. You know, because we've seen, you know, they old and whatever, but we've seen them guys get after it when they want to. Come on. All of them. All of them. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, but we're going to get into our topic for the day, right? This is this is something that we love, right? This is something that the hood going to rock with. <laughs> like, this is something that's good money. We're going to get into what we call the hood favorites, right? The hood favorites when it comes to hoop. Um, these aren't the media darlings. These aren't the people that the NBA or other ads or media people want to put up in front of the camera. These aren't the ones that, you know, they didn't conform, right? They they did what they did. Their talent was probably so good that people had to ignore certain things. But they're also just the ones that when we watch them hoop, it just reminds us of how it is around the way. We're just five on five, search versus skins. Maybe you outside playing for money. <laughs> Maybe you just at the you at the court and you like, yo, I'm gonna take them with me when we get there, right? And so I got a list of a few that I'm gonna run down. You know, we'll say something short and sweet for each one, and then OG got a list from his, his generation. Some of us cross over, <laughs> but um, I'm gonna start with B Diddy, Baron Davis. Right, a lot of old, a lot of the young cats don't know because Baron Davis, he got a lot of injuries towards the end of his career. But Baron Davis must see TV. The way he was athletically, the swagger he played with coming out of LA, like energy, energy. Yeah, he'll he'll dunk on you, cross you, talk his trash while doing it. Like B Diddy was one that where we were like, if he had the headband on too, baldy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But he was one that we were like, look, if, if B. Diddy playing tonight, we watching. <laughs> you know, that's the way it's working. So Baron Davis is is up there first for me. And I'll let, we'll go one for one. Who you got on yours? Oh, man, let me pull out my list because you know, I'm trying, <laughs> I wrote, you know, I got a lot of guys, man. You know, I crossed a lot of eras, man, of basketball. Like, dang, let me see. Let me let me start with one of my, my favorites, man. My favorite. Probably my first ever favorite NBA player, George the Iceman Gervin. Mm. I come from an era where mm. guys had like real slick nicknames and stuff that you earned on the court. George Gervin, tall, six seven, lanky shooting guard, and was known for the finger roll. Yeah, he ain't play no defense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's his his favorite phrase was, "I don't get paid to play defense. Right. I don't get paid to put the ball in the hole. You get paid to stop me." Right. And and he you know played with the long high socks. He was the first real big time Nike basketball player. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so he's he got the, he got the uh, that poster poster. We sitting on a um, a recliner I, of ice ice throw. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So it's like. So he was like, he was, how can I say it? You know, Detroit. Yeah. Like he's, 
That's a hood. He's yeah. one of the first. Yeah, you know ice. What I'm saying? And ice. And he got and he got a cold nickname. <laughs> I mean, it's a ice, ice. So we go from B Diddy to Ice, and then um, next one on my list is Stevie Franchise mm. Francis, hometown kid. You know what I'm saying? Went from a, from community college to University of Maryland. Showed out. Steve Francis for the Rockets, and even his time for the Magic. Stevie put on a show with with the Rock. He might give you 15 points, but seven assists, nine, ten assists. But it's gonna be a show. Yeah. You every it's gonna be oohs, it's ahs. He's gonna keep you locked in and he just gonna go. He just gonna go. Let me add one thing about franchise. Yeah. I had the opportunity to play with him one time in pickup mm -hmm. at the old good council in Wheaton. Oh yeah. And the way he played in the NBA, he played with the same energy in pickup. That's, that's and real. I'm like, yo, I'm, <laughs> he's on my team. I'm like, yo, you know you're worth 80, right? Yeah. He's like, yo, let's get this. Let's get this. I'm yeah. like, yo, this guy, you know what I'm saying? But you respect that. He just loved to play the game, man. Hood favorite. Loved to play the game. Hood favorite. You know that's it. Shout out to and, and And Francis, like Stevie, we talk about Gervin. We talk about B. Diddy. We talk about Frank. They got some of the coders' jerseys, too. Yeah, for sure. We talk about a throwback of the Rockets or the throwback with the Charlotte Hornets, throwback with the Spurs with Ice. Come on, we putting y'all on game, youngins. I'm telling you, who you got next on yours? Man, I got so many. Let me let me go with this guy right here, man. And people see him every day, mm. and they may not realize because he's articulate, mm -hmm. he's smart, and he's accomplished. But Jalen Rose Ooh. was a member of the. He was the leader. He wasn't the best player, but he was the leader of the Fab Five at Michigan. And he personified what you talk about hood favorite in college, mm -hmm. hood favorite, favorite in the pros. You know what I'm saying? And hood favorite right now. Right, right. right. <laughs> Say he'll tell you the truth. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Whether you like it or not. And he, you know what I'm saying? He comes from the real and people respect him. Mm -hmm. But just the swag that he brought to college basketball and to the league. Remember, he yeah. had everybody, the Indiana Pacers, the Indiana Pacers wearing headbands. And ball heads. He talked about you know he had ball heads too. So he's one of the guys that everybody that's benefiting from the, what's the likeness thing from college? Yeah. yeah. What is it called? It's the NIL. NIL. He, you should all write him a check. Right. Because he talked about this stuff way back when. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Jalen Rose, man. No. Baggy shorts, black socks. No name T-shirt, so nobody get any money off of it. Like mm -hmm. you can't, like gangster. And, and, and he, number one, he went from bald head to the, got the more. He got more head than an eighteen year old right now. Yo, he got twist right now. <laughs> he about to try to grow dress right now. Right, you ain't right. seen it. You know, and and again, when he got to the league, like he was almost an NBA champion with the Pacers. Right, he he told that story about how Bird apologized for not putting him in the game in the fourth quarter, and that might have cost him a chip. Yeah. So while while, drink, while drinking a beer, beer, right, gangster. <laughs> yeah, Bird a hood favorite too. <laughs> I, you know, I actually got him on here, and in parentheses, I got secretly. Listen, Bird a hood favorite. The stories <laughs> is there. All right, so my next one on my list after Steve Francis is the one and only Skip to my Lou mm. Rafer Austin. Mm. Right. Some of you might know Rafer from the Eddie House incident. <laughs> but Rafer was really on a championship quality team with the with the Magic. Yep. Right. He played with the Raptors as well. Rafer went from the street from and one 
which will let you tell your story later about your experience with the N1. And N1 itself is a classic. Yeah. AO, main event, Lonnie, the L train, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All those guys, the pharmacists. So Ray for Austin, skip to my Lou, the first one to transition from street basketball into the pros and really make that game go. Right. It was serious. Yeah, was seriously. Serious. It wasn't a gimmick. Yeah. Um, dang, that's tough, man. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm that's I'm tough. ready. I came prepared. Yeah, I'm 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 going back way, way, way back for you guys. I'm going Walt Frazier. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? You guys have seen him now, like on the Just For Men commercials. You know, he's dying his, his goatee <laughs> and everything. He still got a mean goatee, by the way. I'm just saying. like Heavy. And, <laughs> Heavy. But you guys don't know, like, these are guys back in the day that really, really personified what it looked like to be hood rich. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Their first NBA checks, you know, they weren't going out in a... Of course, this is being a little, you know, a little frivolous with your money, whatever. Yeah. But they were going out and getting furs, furs. minks, <laughs> the fur hat. With the with the feather in yes, the cap. The yeah. Rolls Royce. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This is before, you know, in the, a lot of people didn't know anything about no Rolls Royce. Yeah. Or anything, you know what I'm saying? Unless you was Stevie Wonder or somebody right, like that, right. you know. But these guys, man, they not only put on a show on the court, but before and after the game on their arrival, man. Right. It's crazy. Fact, crazy. Fact. And he still dressed crazy to this day. Wild. <laughs> and y'all want to get on Rush. Yeah. No, uh, no, no. Come on. Come on, man. Russ, Russ wearing dress. <laughs> chill, chill. Stop, man. Rush had a nice bang out on the defensive player of the year. <laughs> Murdered that boy. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Listen. All right. T-Mac. Mm. Next on my list. T-Mac, Tracy McGrady. The Hezzy Pool. The swagger. The low eyes. The, just the energy chewing the gum in the dunk contest. T-Mac from the beginning in Toronto. Number one, you know, you 6'10". You coming straight out of high school, too. And just your nickname, T-Mac. T-Mac. Right? Okay. It is energy. T-Mac, one of the hood favorites. I, that's one of those to where I'm a Kobe fan, right? Yep. The the arch nemesis, the rivals. If you weren't a Kobe fan, you was probably a T-Mac fan. Because whenever they went head-to-head, it was going to be a battle, right, right? Right. Every time. So T-Mac, that's my guy. Yeah, shout-out to T-Mac. Because, you know, people don't know this, that when he was in Toronto, he could barely get off the bench. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't because of his talent. That's just because of a coaching decision. Mm-hmm. As soon as he left. Let it go. And and he got some of the better Adidas basketball sneakers. Right. And that ain't, that's saying a lot. And last thing on him. If you think about one of the most iconic dunk contests we ever had yeah. with Vince winning, look, go back and look at McGrady's dunk. He was right there. He was right there. Right there. Right there. He would have won any other time. Um, my next one, I'm going to go AI. Oh. It's because. Yes, sir. Bubba AI Chuck. was barely 6'1, barely. Probably 150, 155 pounds, 160 pounds. And was almost going to jail for the rest of his life. Man. You know what I'm saying? Falsely accused. And thank goodness, Big John said, bump that. Yes. This kid ain't going to jail. He's, you know, he's coming to us. I'm a mentor and whatever. And Iverson came to Georgetown and probably had no intentions of coming somewhere like Georgetown. Ooh. Not coming from Hampton Roads, right? Listen. And came to Georgetown took over D.C., <laughs> took over the nation, <laughs> was a number one pick, mm-hmm. went to Philly, 
and took over Philly. Listen. Like, come on, man. And took them to the finals. And did it his way. His way. Every you talking about getting your hair braided on the bench. <laughs> come on, man. You talk. I, I've the heard the best pair of Reeboks ever, ever, and they they coming back with them. Mm. They're coming back with them, and I've been keeping my eye on it. Yeah. You know, just the swag on the court, the sleeve on the arm, the tats, right? Like AI personified, you know. Yeah. And he's probably the biggest gangster of them all. He's MVP. Yep. Played played hard all the time. Mm-hmm. So the hood loved him because he had swag and he could he had game. Teenage. But then middle class America loved him because he played hard, especially in Philly. Loved him. Yeah, Philly loved him. Loved him. So I got to put AI in there, man. For sure. He ain't changed from nobody. Nobody. He's still, still dressed the it. same. He's still doing it. Bubba <laughs> Chuck, you the one, man. My next one is Penny Hardaway. Mm. Anthony Hardaway. The one from Blue Chips. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Penny, Penny is one of those to where we couldn't get to see his full potential because of injury, right? But the time that we did get with Penny, Penny was sensational. Penny was transformative, action, jam-packed, six-seven point guard. I'm talking about Flair. He's gonna drop you a dime. He's gonna put you on the block if he was too low, right? He was gonna hit. He's gonna pull up, sidestep, step back. He's gonna dunk on you and give you the full package at six-seven, right? Vision, everything there. Talk about uh, somebody going to a small school. He went to Memphis State. It wasn't even Memphis then. Memphis State putting on a show, and then low key. One of the most popular basketball uh, shoe sig- signature shoes in Nike. Commercials, yep. Yeah, and commercials. Yep. Little Penny, Little the Penny. one cent. Come on, man. Hood favorite. A lot of people, I know a lot of people that said, you know, a lot of people looked up to MJ, but I looked up to Penny. You know what I'm saying? And that was one of those that resonated with us. That's too. okay. You made a mistake. No, it won't me. And they said they looked up to it. <laughs> they said they, said they looked up to Penny and But I, you know, I was on the, um, we played them once. Mm-hmm. I've seen Penny do some things that, I still can't explain. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, Penny for sure, man. That's for sure. Um, Man, I'm going to say my next guy, my last guy, is going to be Wilt, the Stilt Chamberlain. Mm. And, yes, he does own 75% of the, the records in the NBA. But he's a hood favorite because... Not only did he dominate the Boston Celtics at times, mm-hmm. you know, which, you know, at that particular time, you know, Boston's known as a, you know, racist place sometimes. For sure. And, you know, and Wilt would always put on a show. But Wilt is a hood favorite, man, because um, his his off-the-court exploits. Oh, listen. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen. <laughs> hey, listen, you said off-the-court exploits, right? <laughs> yeah, listen. Wilt, man. You know, his, what can you say? The number that he was quoted as, you know, having conquered in terms of women, I don't know if it's true or not, but with Wilt, anything's possible. Anything's possible. And, you know, he's got some some very, very memorable quotes, man. You know, there was a time when, you know, not many people would tell an owner that, why are you upset with me for missing shoot-around? I came to the game. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the they're on the same day. Shoot around in the morning, game at night. You as an owner and a GM have to decide which one is most important to you. <laughs> I'm only coming to one. So I got it, man. Listen, man, that's a hood favorite, man. Yeah, that's gangster. Yeah, that's, that's fact. That's fact. So, all right. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do one more for mine too, and then we're just gonna list off all of the names so y'all can do y'all own research. Um, I got some I got some ones on here to where. 
let me see. Uh, I think I'm gonna call out. Um, hmm. I'm gonna do Stefan Marbury, right? Coney Island kid. Antics aside, we just talking about basketball. Coming out of New York, going to the New Jersey Nets, and carrying the game the way he carried it. You know, he got some of the most memorable moments in the NBA All Star game. You know, that era of guards in the early 2000s, when you talk about um, AI, talk about Vince, you talk about, um, I'm, I'm having to lose my train of thought here. Man, um, I mean, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Kevin Johnson, Kevin, I mean, there's a, there's a, a lot of guys. You know, Stephon Marbury. Yeah, yeah, Stephon Marbury was at the top of that list. And he was gangster. And, you know, Starbury, sneakers, he did what he could to get the, the hood sneakers. Right? Yeah. They might have laughed at him, but he was really for that. And then after whatever meltdown, he went to China and got a statue made out of them. Yeah. Right? That's gangster right out to New York. So that's our list of hood favorites. And now we're just going to run through some. And a couple of pictures will pop up so you guys got. And we'll start with the OGs. All right? You got Dr. J, Julius Irving. You just, got just clean, clean. Just, Come you know, on, just the ABA days. You got Irvin Mag Magic Johnson. Yes, he was also in the forefront, but he was a gangster. Uh, we got Larry Bird. We got Isaiah Zeke Thomas. That's man. Come on, you don't get any more hood than Detroit. Come on, man. And he really personified. <laughs> he let you know. You got Pistol Pete Maravich. We know about the Flash, but. Pistol had to deal with some things, too, off Damn. the court. Uh, Pistol's a big dog. We got Rasheed Wallace and Ben Wallace. Yeah. There was no way we were going to have a hood favorite list to leave them <laughs> off of it, for sure. You got GP, are you with me? Gary Payton, the glove, and he has a fire Nike kick, too. He got one good signature out of there. Uh, J.R. Ryder, Mr. East Bay, right, mm -hmm. with the M ones on, the slip ones. We like see you. Lance, make him dance, Stevenson. There was no way we was going to leave you off, big dog. Keep yeah. playing your guitar, baby. <laughs> um, we got Ron Artest, a.k.a. Meta, a.k.a. Meta World Peace, Panda, whatever yep. it is. You know what it is, though. You know, rapper. Yep. Everything, <laughs> Everything. Man. Defensive player of the yeah, year. Man. All that. Stack five, Steven Jackson. Yep. We going to, yeah. Draymond Green. Yeah, you there. You're young. We got Matt Barnes, all the smoke. Yeah, he ain't, but he, I I purposely put that on there. Like, he ain't get the love he should have because he light-skinned. Right, right. But, but he was always the yeah. same. People say I love to be a teammate of his. Every time. You know what I'm saying? We got Chuck, you know, the round mound. Chuck. Yeah, man. And I don't think, and we'll talk about Chuck later because I don't think, I know for sure people in our generation and the ones younger don't understand Charles Barkley. Yeah, they and they, they don't really know. Yeah, they see him as an an old teddy bear. It'll be wild. They don't know Chuck twenty years ago throw you through a, a window. And he used to talk. He used to say whatever he want in yeah. those uh, interviews. <laughs> like you got those those interviews or some skits on a lot of rap songs. Chuck was wild. Um, LeBron, and we'll get into that too because LeBron really from the mud. Yeah. Like, we don't don't forget, we got Paul Pierce, the truth. Uh, we got Bill Russell. Um, we got Kenny Anderson, Derek Coleman, Moses Malone. And we fo, fo, fo. Listen, we got Earl the Pearl Monroe, aka that's the real black Jesus, right? Yeah. We got the big old Oscar Robertson, Dominique Wilkins. 
thunder. He gonna yeah. bring in. He gonna bring the roof down. You ain't never seen a cat six eight with a forty inch vertical with an S curl. Listen, <laughs> and then the drink like the barge. <laughs> yeah, like the barge. <laughs> and his dark skin dude with it. Yo, funny, man. You got John Starks. Yeah, might not talk straight. Yeah. Sound a little weird. But go hard. They're going to bang on you. New York loved them. Yeah, Pat Ewing from Jamaica. Yeah, I remember those Ewings he used to wear. Yo, and and, y'all, and this next one should kill O'Neal. Yeah. Y'all got to remember Shaq when he had the part in the middle of his head. <laughs> uh, different, different kid there. Glenn Big Dog Robinson. This one of those forgotten soldiers type entities too. Yeah. Big Dog was a gangster. Big Dog was one of those transformative. Uh, one, big, of the, one of the first true... Stretch fours. Yeah, really can make it move. Um, we got Anthony Mason. We got Charles. At rest in peace. Later on, RIP eight. <laughs> we'll we'll I give you a story on Anthony Mason's weight later on. <laughs> Gangster. We got Charles Oakley, Ga- the original. Uh, the original. Yeah, which which y'all saw when he got when he got locked up in From the, the garden. Next, yeah. That ain't that's mild, yeah, man. That's mild, yeah. Yeah, that's mild. And then we got Harold Miner. Now Harold Miner is a lot of jokes there because he was picked ahead of MJ. But Harold at USC, Harold when he got to the early Miami, if Harold was playing in this era where they let you go, woo. And it's a yeah. flash there. And I didn't even know that until you brought it to my attention. Well, Harold was, you know, he was supposed to be the next Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the problem was. You get with the wrong coach, almost like Kenny Anderson got with the wrong coach his mm-hmm. first few years in the NBA. And I remember Eddie Jones took me to a Sixers game with him. Yeah. And we were watching the Heat. And I remember him, we were watching warm-ups. He's like, yo, pay attention to this dude right here. And I'm watching him. I was like, come on, man. And then he did some things in the warm-up that I was like, what the? Yeah. And then I started paying attention. And then he he showed out in the short time that he was playing in that game. And then I went back and looked at it, and across the whole season, he averaged more points than he did minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But he didn't play, you know what I'm saying? So he got fed up and said, you know what? I made enough money, I'm going to real estate, bump the league. Hey. You know what I'm saying? That pivot, right? Uh, You got Udonis Haslam. He's still playing, right? Yeah, he's part of the mob over there, the (laughs) Miami Heat, you know? That's true Florida. Well, for real. true Miami. Go do your research, right? And Sean Kemp. Hmm. And then to round out my list, I got Jason Williams, White Chocolate. We got Damon Stoudemire. We call Mighty him Mouse. Mighty Mouse. We I got uh, Mello. You know, there's only one Mello. Three to the dome. Yeah. <laughs> J.R. Smith. Oof. Come on. Yeah, talk about it. And J.R. did a lot for us off the, off the floor, too. He got some historical moments. <laughs> we got Alan, I mean, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, just because of his wizard, wizardry. Did I, did I say that shit right? Wizardry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I stumbled across all well, that. You gotta, you gotta say, he started the you know, going on the platform of being a hood favorite when he went to Duke and got Coach K to give him the number one. Number one. Like, Coach yeah. K ain't never let nobody wear that. Kane only played eight games. <laughs> <laughs> and every game that he played, he took the most shots by far. <laughs> only no question, right? Um, and then now he doing what he want, right? Right. This is one where people got to go do some research, too. Brandon Jennings. Brandon Jennings got one of the craziest mixtapes in high school, period. And he had one of the most gangster routes because he went straight overseas yep. and then came to the league. And still, you know, had some great times, but injuries are what injuries are. Um, Tyreek Evans. Yep. 
Yes, another another straight out of Philly. So you know that game right there is different, right? But rookie of the year when he got into the league. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes life is life. Mm-hmm. I got John Wall. John Wall. Word of God, John Wall. Word a lot of gang North- signs. Listen, <laughs> straight out of North Carolina, John Wall. Raleigh, North Carolina. Good yeah. morning. You know, Boogie Cousins. Yeah. Yeah, Big Dog DeMarcus out of Alabama. <laughs> Come on, man. Gangster. And from the hometown, Mike Beasley, the easy. Now, people laugh and joke sometimes, but if you go look back and what Mike Beasley did at Kansas State to the rest of the Big 12, unmatched. He torched them. Well, it's funny you mentioned him last because he just said something I read like two weeks ago. And, you know, er, know, every, like, basically like every minute, Mm -hmm there's a baby being born on this planet, right? <laughs> he said, every minute there's another person being born that can't guard me. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's why you here. That's, that's right why you here, right? You and then to round them up, right, we got OJ Mayo. Yeah. O- OJ, cold killer. He got one of them lazy eyes too, like T-Mac. Cold killer. Then you got Gilbert Arenas. You got Dennis Rodman. Malik Seeley. That's a that's a look one for y'all. St. John's. And then I'm going to end it with Lou Will. <laughs> Six men, two girls, you know. Lemon Pepper Lou. Lou. Get it done. You know, so that's our episode for today. As you see the pictures of our hood favorites, go across the screen. Go do some research. Go look them up. Um, go see how, you know, how the upbringing was, what it is they brought to the culture. What about them basketball-wise you can add to your game? Um, it's dope. And we'll we'll reach out and see who y'all think we missed out on this list because I'm right. sure we forgot yeah, we, somebody. Yeah, we definitely missed some people, so we would definitely love feedback on who we missed. For sure. But, OG, we would be irresponsible if we didn't close this podcast the right way. Um, MLK. Mm. MLK Day Back Home. Um, you know, this is a special time. We all know the, the legacy of Martin Luther King, right? We, we're here 30. I'm turning 30 next month. We've been around a while. We understand. But what is it as you want that you want to reflect on, you know, just real quick before we do the post-game wrap-up? Well, I, I kind of want to just make this my post-game wrap-up. Go ahead. Just perfect. because, you know, first, I you know, on the lighter side of things, um, when I used to teach, um, the younger students in the school used to always see MLK's picture and say, that's Mr. King. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's Coach King. And I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, but, you, know, yeah. you know, anyway. Yeah. But, you know, when you talk about MLK and some of the things that, you know, he represents, you know, the the number one thing for me, and I want the the younger African-Americans or any minorities or or any Period. anybody going through any struggles right now to understand that, what you're dealing with sometimes isn't the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not as bad as you may think it is. Um, because, you know, when you look at your situation and you really get a chance to break it down and dissect everything, you'll realize that there's always somebody out there that has it worse than you. And some of the things that we enjoy and take for granted today, myself included, you know, Martin Luther King and, and his followers, um, you know, they went through some some dire times in order for us to have these privileges and some of the things that we take for granted today. And so I'll never forget that. And I'll always respect them for what they did and, and I always honor them for what they did. And so, 
you know, just knowing that, you know, as long as I'm alive, you know, I'm always going to respect the name and respect the movement. Uh, absolutely. Um, let me see if I can. I wanted to play um, the letter from Birmingham over this, but maybe I'll do that another time. But um, Martin Luther King is such a polarizing figure, right? To where sometimes now his name is bigger than what the mission was. Right. And I think it's important to note that um, his fight was never about just being passive and, and, and letting anybody just step over you and continue to just turn the other cheek. You got to the point to where, look, I exhausted all the options. Right. And now I got to get to this space where I just take what I want. Right. And I collaborate with my people and I bring my idea with their idea and we come together no matter what our differences might have been before because our one common goal is way more important than what our ego may be. Um, and so I, I appreciate MLK for turning all the stones, right? And not giving up and making sure that before, I, before I'm done with this, I'm going to try every possible option to get to where I believe we can get to as far as some sort of peace, some sort of equality and equity amongst everybody. Um, and I'm not going to take no for an answer, right? And I think regardless of what your battle is, you don't have to be as, you know, extreme as to that to where you're fighting for everybody's freedom, but just anything, anything. Just you getting better at a sport, you deciding to, you know, do something different and you don't have the support of everybody. So what? Just go. Don't take no for an answer. Put your... Put your bootstraps together and make it happen. Um, you know, sometimes it's bigger than just you anyway. So shout out to Dr. King. You know, I'll um I'll probably let the on YouTube or the audio just let the last two or three minutes have the Birmingham letter so people can hear that. But um yeah, BTG Nation, it feels good. You know, another one in the books, episode 10 is all done. And you guys know how we wrap it up. If you're in Dubai, you can Hoop Mountain Dubai, Hoop Mountain DXB, um, Hoop Mountain.ae, BTG Nation. You know where to find us. But as always, keep it real, keep it simple, keep going. You wanted to hone me, just tune in. You already know, G. BTG Nation, the other ones in the nosebleeds.